Hi, I'm Kaylee Cunningham with Recycling Today magazine. Today I'm joined by Michael Basterpour, CEO of GLR Advanced Recycling, to talk about his Crush the Stigma event. It was something that Basterpour felt passionate about after losing his own brother to mental illness. Today we discuss what inspired this event and future goals for it. Um, on a personal note, I, uh, I lost my brother in November of 2010. Um, he was bipolar and uh, suffered from mental illness. And um, since that point, I have always wanted to do something um, to honor his memory and to do something um, to support mental illness because um, I knew the struggle that myself and my family went through um, with him. Um, rather than do something in the form of uh, donations or, or kind of one-off, um, one-time things, I wanted to do something that would be impactful, especially for people in the formidable age of, of high school and middle school. Um, so I decided to integrate my business, which is recycling and, and you know, buying junk cars and crushing cars, and uh, came up with the concept of Crush the Stigma. Um, which is uh, an event that we put on um, at Livonia High School, Churchill High School. And, you know, the event was pretty incredible. Um, it was, we, we, we put four cars um, on the high school uh, campus on a Monday, and we allowed students to write um, all the things that they were going through personally on the cars with black magic marker. And all four cars got just completely filled with, 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 emotions and thoughts and things that students are going through, everything from depression, suicidal thoughts. Um, as you see in the pictures, you know, my dad doesn't like me. I'm not good enough. Like pretty, pretty uh, insightful, deep stuff for high schoolers. I was definitely surprised of a kind of, um, I don't know, just how mature and how serious high schoolers are taking this, this event. And then um, on Friday, we had four speakers um, speak in the auditorium. Um, for a little over an hour and a few counselors and, and ther outside therapists came in to speak to the students. And then after the uh, event in the auditorium, we had 12 booths set up um, with just help groups, anything from, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous groups, support groups to uh, the uh, uh, psychiatrists and um, just different, different nonprofits to help people with anxiety, depression, um, things of that nature. And, you know, the students were just really, really embraced everything about it. And they talked about the event apparently for quite some time after. And we got a, a lot of nice feedback from um, the principal of the high school we had it at from the students and how they, you know, kind of embraced the event. So it was a really powerful thing. And I just, can't wait for normalcy to return so we can go back into high schools and middle schools and really start to get this going again. Now, how important do you think it is for, you talked about those booths that you guys had after the fact, to offer those resources for kids that maybe didn't realize something was really eating away at them until they had the opportunity to write on one of the cars? I think that the, 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 the crushing of the cars is very aesthetically exciting. Um, and so it's fun for students to go out there and watch. I think that the auditorium with the speakers is powerful and they'll remember it. But to answer your question, I think that the booths arguably 
are probably one of the most important parts of the whole event because that's the actual takeaways and that's the actual tangible resources that the students cannot just, you know, kind of talk about anecdotally about 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 uh, the things they're going through, but they can actually meet with people and 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 get some get some resources and help for things that they need. Um, I saw I saw students walking up to all these booths. You know, there was there was an LGBT uh, booth. You know, to support you know high schoolers. It was just a, an array of support groups. NAMI was one of the booths, which is the National Alliance of Mental Illness, and um, students were asking some pretty pretty. Uh, deep questions like what if my friend you know told me that they want to kill themselves what do i do you know i mean the biggest struggle with mental illness and depression is what to do about it you know i mean one in i think one in three or one in four students before covid knew someone um or one in four students suffered from mental illness pre-covid i mean I'm no, I'm no psychiatrist, but I would imagine that two and four nowadays are dealing with it in some form or another, and just it's been exacerbated by by staying at home and being in isolation from other students. The booths were very, very uh, they were a huge resource and very impactful. Now you touched on wanting to get back to normalcy and expand this program to get back into schools. Obviously, that's something we kind of have to wait on until we know when things are safe again, but how important do you think, at least in the meantime, it is to continue to have these conversations and even talk about the initiative that you guys have planned to expand? Because like you said, COVID, more people are probably struggling. And then oftentimes around the holidays, it's very difficult for yeah. people as well. That's the thing that, that's really a challenge um, for me at this point is, you know, for uh, for my family, I can, let me speak, let me answer that question just from a personal level and then, and then more broadly. You know, this time of year is by far the hardest time for my family, um, specifically Thanksgiving, because we lost my brother um, on November 28th. And um, regardless of COVID, this time of the year is, is, is the most challenging time. And right now, because of COVID, when everyone is home in isolation, the only, you know, I always say idle minds are the devil's playground. You know, if someone's home all day and they have Zoom classes and it's not and no interaction with other people, it's 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 a horribly depressing time. I mean, like I said, forget about the economy and all that. I mean, for 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 depression and anxiety about you know when when normalcy is going to come back, it's just it's a it's it's unfathomable beyond words of, of, of how to explain it. I don't know the best way to try to get the message out to. To, to these students that are home, because quite frankly, our event, um, which was still new for us, it, 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 it's hard to, to, to work with schools and students to begin with, let alone now when they're home. Um, I, I wish I had a, an answer for how to let these students know that they're not alone and, and to continue the conversation. I just don't know the best medium to get that done. Now, obviously, expanding this and going into more high schools would be the goal. Do you think this is something that obviously you would like to expand, I'm sure, outside of Michigan and further into other states? Or do you think this is something that other um, similar businesses could kind of pick up and make this somewhat of a national initiative? I 100%. I mean, you know, it's whether it's my business, you know, or another recycling business, um, 
yeah, I do. And, and if, even if, if someone else wasn't willing to do it, I am, you know, I mean, the only thing that we need um, is our car crusher, which is mobile and the willingness of high schools to support it. Um, and so the car crusher, like I said, is mobile and my staff's mobile um, and my employees are, are 110% supportive of the cause and actually uh, inadvertently um, the events and, and, and all the employees seeing how supportive I am towards it. It was very, uh, kind of a beautiful thing to watch unfold. Um, so meaning they'll go anywhere for, for an event and for the actual physical car crushing. We, we did it at the high school and then I got, uh, feedback from immediately after that event from other principals, um, of other high schools and, and synagogues, you know, temples and churches. But my dream is to start with, like I said, I have six physical locations. My partners have close to 30 physical locations all over Michigan. If we can start with where we have physical locations and then continue throughout the Midwest and kind of just expand it throughout the country, that's going to be a goal that I will achieve. Um, it's going to take time, but I'm going to get it done. 